So this past week, uh, I actually, since we've been reading all these reviews, looking at all these comments, I ended up um, deciding to get a haircut in this new town that I haven't been to. And I there was three um, barber shops within like a block radius. And I looked on the reviews of each of them. And I, and I decided based on those reviews where I should go and get a haircut. And I ended up picking the one that had the most like written reviews, you know, like in terms of volume, like it, the, uh, it had the highest number. They all pretty much were like four to five stars. But this one was like a cigar bar part, cigar bar part um, barbershop, which I didn't really care for. But and the haircut was fine, but it was a little more expensive. So if I was to write a review, I would have probably also given it stars. It was fine. Well, Blade. the last thing I remember from my last haircut was the guy who did it had a Mars Attacks tattoo of the alien with the giant brain Ooh, because i saw a lot of that because it was on his forearm so and his forearm kept going from my face so i got Mm. to see it's pretty good tattoo there you go and with that uh this is closed comments i'm nick (laughs) i'm sam (laughs) i stole his intro so he can cut that or he can keep it in well are you going to explain what the podcast (laughs) no it's your turn to speak okay so i'm just going to start over then damn it Uh, welcome to Close Comments, a podcast where we delve into comments on stuff online and try to guess what they're talking about. I'd say this is a continuation of last week's episode where we did the customer reviews of places on Yelp and TripAdvisor, Google, Reddit, anything yeah. else locations all over yeah. the world so this is places part two and i think if there's another tie in this episode we both lose <laughs> okay we both do something i agree to some like forfeit if we tie <laughs> we have to go to a, the worst reviewed place in our town or something i don't know <laughs> i i'm trying I'm or we trying have to, to think of we have places to, in my town <laughs> we have to do something and we have to give it a review yeah I don't know. maybe so do you want to kick us off or should i uh i'm gonna i'll kick us off we're going to start with a, a, an old classic, good old-fashioned Yelp. This review is from Tamina C., and she gave this place five stars. Once again, I came here for my birthday meal. We ordered takeout due to COVID. The ordering process online was very simple, except they do not take orders for the $30 birthday coupon via the website. It's only accepted in person. When I went to pick up the food, I noticed the koi pond was dried out and very unkempt. I'm not sure what happened, but it used to be beautiful. I loved coming to this location because it was iconic. Anyways, I ordered the blank trio, which came with beef, shrimp, and chicken. The sides were rice, soup, salad, veggies, and extra shrimp. There was an abundance of sauces, which I loved. The meat was tender and absolutely delicious, but the rice lacked so much flavor, aka butter. You could see that it didn't have any in there, and which was a huge bummer for me because the garlic butter is what makes the dish in my opinion. Besides that, everything was tasty as usual. This place has always had my business, and it has been the best blank food in Dallas, and I love the service. They are always so kind and friendly, and I hope they fix their koi pond soon. It sounds like she came for the koi pond. Yeah, and it was dried up. The koi were, like, bouncing on the floor, like, suffocating. (laughs) I'd hope the koi would be gone, but... I mean, if it was dried up, they'd just be desiccated koi corpse. Right. I do remember in one of my brief jobs, I did have to redeem coupons, and it was like a nightmare to redeem them because they never worked. 
Hmm. Yeah. Especially if there's like a process that like the upper management set for it. I feel like I worked at one place where they were just like, oh, if there's a coupon, just enter it in on the online, like just to take 20% off, like not like have to scan something or anything. And that makes it really difficult. So this sounds, this, this is definitely a restaurant of some kind. Yeah. Is it like one of those bibimbap places? No. Is it a chain or a, just a type of restaurant? Um, I was going to let you have it if you guessed the type of restaurant, but type it is, it is, it is a chain. Uh, if you get Panda either, Express. incorrect. I imagine Panda Express would have some. I don't even know if Panda, Ex Panda. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if they have a koi pond. That's right. So wherever, somewhere that would maintain, or I guess they're not maintaining it, but somewhere that would have a koi pond. Is it a dim sum restaurant? No. Maybe I can like read this next review and that will reveal more too. Because if you're on the right track, um, I, think, I think this will bring it home. And it's in Dallas too, which it is in Dallas. Yeah, doesn't tell me much because I don't know. Another theme of this podcast is I don't know states or I know of <laughs> states, but I don't know anything about states. Right. I sometimes I think with this one, I was like, you know what? Let me look in Dallas. And then I looked at restaurants in Dallas and I came across this. Dallas doesn't have a reputation like Florida or apparently right. Ohio. Does I it? did think I did think we were like severely lacking in our representation of Texas, though, on this podcast, because I feel like it's very it is, it, there's a huge it's a swath, right? There's a ton of content there. And so I decided to start in Dallas of all places. OK, yeah. Hit me with the other one. This is from Trisha M on the same place. She gave it one out of five stars. I think my evening started off on the wrong foot and just kept falling. It began with the valet who kept asking me if I was sure I wanted to valet. Why would I be in this line if I didn't want valet? The chef was probably the fastest I've ever seen, which isn't a good thing. I've never received my soup nor my rice. I'm also confused by the chef by asking for hot sauce slash sriracha. Instead of what I asked for, he gave me teriyaki sauce and a dish off the table behind us where people had just left. I can't even say that it was truly a clean slash unused dish since it was in someone's spot. Unacceptable. The appetizer shrimp never happened either. In the end, had we not asked for the sherbet that came with our orders, I don't believe we would have gotten them. Not worth the time or money. I cannot recommend anyone coming here after the experience from beginning to end. Okay, so this is the negative one. For some reason, I thought the last one was negative, but I guess it was like I think positive. she was, yeah, it was positive. Yeah, she, she was just upset food. about the koi pond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like Korean food, me, yes? <laughs> Let me look up if this place is. <laughs> Wait, you know what this place is? <laughs> no, I know what this place is, but I don't know. No, no, it's not Korean. I didn't think it was Korean. I, I wasn't sure, though. Was this a chain that has ever been present in anywhere we've been? Like in Ithaca? I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've ever... Right. Oh, well, yeah, definitely in Maine. Los In greater Los Angeles, yeah. I definitely don't think there's one in Maine. Okay. Uh, well, it's, if it's not in Maine, then where could it be? <laughs> in Dallas, Texas, that's where. Right. But side note, I didn't know this place had ballet. Oh, yeah, so that's right. That. But they didn't run down her battery, at least. Like the right. parking lot. The parking lot live. from hell. You park, me fly, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was in, like, Tampa or something, right? Or oh, Orlando. Orlando, Orlando yeah. right. Is it one of those Mongolian, like, hot bowl restaurants where there's sort of the communal boiling pot that you can cook meat and stuff in? I would say this is a very distinctive Asian food experience, and it is pho? not that. No. Oh, God. It sounded so much like pho. It was all clicking. Well, it, it's not sushi. It doesn't sound like sushi at all. Am I going to stump the Asian man? <laughs> what? what my, my genetic knowledge? Like a 
Assassin's Creed. I, I need to I need to Assassin's Creed myself down my genetic bloodline. <laughs> Here, I'll help you out. So the remember the the sentence. The chef was probably the fastest I've ever seen, which isn't a good thing. Korean barbecue. I I don't think I can accept that. Incorrect. I feel like I've guessed all the Asian experiences I can think of. What does speed have to do with it? If I was a chef, I'd like to work in the kitchen so you don't have people watching your operation. Okay, so I just looked it up. So it is considered a sushi place, but I would... <laughs> okay. But that, I feel like that. Okay, so it's not sushi, really, though. If you didn't think of it as a sushi place, I feel okay, like you're well, not, tell me what it not, is, and like, let's see how wrong word. I am. You're not saying the word, though, okay. and I maybe I don't even know like the the translation for this. But Sam, I was looking for hibachi restaurant. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I wouldn't know. That. Okay. I've never been to like a hibachi restaurant. Oh, really? They like were yeah. They, what are they? Were they? We're like, okay, so it's like the chef has like... Is a, it like a grill? I don't know if I should explain this to an Asian, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, yeah, it's like a grill. It's like the chef is in front of you and they like flip like food into people's mouths. Like it's a whole, it's a whole like what? show. Into it's a whole people's show. mouths? Okay. Yeah, they'll be like... Yeah, yeah I've never like done whole, this. It's like a whole show. Sam, we got to go to a hibachi thing together, which I'm sure this there one? is one in... No, I'm sure there's one in Maine, but we got to do that together. Everybody like orders like a meat and then a rice and then he'll cook like piles of it around you and then you'll like hold out your, your plate and he'll give it to you. I don't know if COVID like kind of put the, the bosh on that because of obviously reasons. But yeah, it's more of like a whole show and you're like kind of interacting with other people, even if you didn't so much as go with like a, enough people to fill an entire table. I will say there is a review that maybe would have helped you out with that, even though you don't really know what it is. But I, would, I wouldn't have guessed it. Like I've heard the word, but I would not have come to that probably. Okay. Well, are you familiar then with any kind of chain that this could be? No. Because <laughs> okay. I don't, I'm not familiar with like the type of. I've never been to like a hibachi restaurant. I don't believe so. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't know the chain. So the chain um, is called the chain is called Benihana. Okay, I've heard of that too. But I've heard of I've heard these words, but they're not words I. You know how you know words, but you don't really know what they mean. Like sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a review on Yelp. Gives this one out of five stars and says. The upstairs green area where there is a free spot looks like a child's playground. No one puts back the equipment and it is not enforced. It is also a dangerous situation. If you call and complain, you will not be allowed to speak to the manager. Classic speak to the manager reference. Um, some kid will answer the phone and then come back to the phone later and disguise his voice and pretend to be the manager. Some mature adult needs to take care of the situation. The management seems to be run by someone not willing to step up to the plate and take care of this facility. Is it a gym? <laughs> Fuck, yeah, it's a gym. <laughs> it's in LA Fitness in Florida. Oh, I was actually going to guess LA Fitness. I wouldn't have guessed Florida, though. Oh, well, you'd be ahead of me. Yeah, it's an LA Fitness in Florida, and this one had, I'll say, mixed reviews, to say the least. Interesting. Why do you think that is? Well, when you're going through these reviews, you have to sift through a lot of the generic NPC reviews, which just either <laughs> say, like, clean, five out of five stars, or dirty, one out of five stars. So... A lot of their complaints were about sort of the repair the gym was in. Like there, there were a lot of pictures shared of the locker rooms and the bathrooms and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it's the facilities and obviously like getting into 
altercations with staff and stuff like that. Speaking to that past point you said about sifting through the NPC reviews, I feel like I have tried on a few accounts for this show to try to build a narrative around the entire like landscape of the review because I found I didn't include it and I so I can just talk about it, but I I found this this basically like like a camping world employee that everybody was talking about and it was like wide ranging between like very positive and very negative and I noticed that it was very negative from the men and extremely positive from the women who reviewed and his name was Cowboy Corey and I wanted to do like a whole expose on him but it would have been like a lot of it only went back so far like it went all the way back to like 2017 of just this one guy named Cowboy Corey So yeah, so that's what I've, I don't know. I, I think when I've been sifting through places, I sound like, if I'm like, oh, here's a good review, single review, but then like, oh, wait, let me look a little further if anybody else is talking about Cowboy Corey. Because if you notice, if you go on Google reviews, there'll be like the most said word will be like up on the top and you can click on it and you'll see every word or yeah, you'll see every yeah. every review of that. So yeah, I saw the word Cowboy and Corey together and I was like, huh? So I clicked on that and I found a bunch of reviews about the guy. Did any of them include like images? No, they didn't. Which would have been nice to put a face to the name. I'm picturing kind of like one of the acts in Magic Mike or something like that. Yeah, like extremely handsome person. And all the women are like, he's gorgeous. He's so great at what he does. And the men are like, I don't like that. He's so handsome. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. I just came here for my camper. <laughs> I'd never like to see my name in any of these reviews. <laughs> Have you looked at past places you've worked and see if your nope, name was there? I deliberately oh. haven't. <laughs> okay, Sam. So it's Nick1, Sam0. And here's my next one for you. This is on Google and it's by Murray W. And he gave this place one star. I understand many people just want to spend two weeks of their boring enough life in a place they think would be cool and take a bunch of of the same photos their neighbors and Instagram or wannabe friends dog also have. If that's you you'll fit right in with 500 other moms and pops with their Canon point and shoots. You'll be fighting for a spot on the plateau with 500 other selfie duck faces, Lululemon yoga pants, and brim hats that they just bought from the market at Achaeus Calientis, which also sell fluffy alpaca faces. Cool. Wake up to the locals. You are nothing more than the 5,000 other money trees. To the Peruvian tourism board, you just happily hand over another $150 out of your already over-budget Peruvian holiday. Is this like Machu Picchu or something? Correct. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I just looked at, I, I think this was the first one I looked for. It was, I just was like, what are people saying about Machu Picchu? Actually, when I was going through all the other Google reviews about Machu Picchu, it was very negative that it's very expensive for something that is apparently all over Peru in the mountain mountainous region of Peru. So, you know, maybe maybe go somewhere else. But so the, Machu- what gave it away? If I didn't say Peru, would that have like not <laughs> helped? Llamas? Maybe? I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah the alpacas. Peru. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's oh, what might have helped. Also, I think there was a bit in Simpsons when Sa wants to go to Machu Picchu. Oh, is there? Yeah, I want to put you on the spot, but is Machu Picchu, is that Inca or Aztec? Uh, I believe it's Inca. I think I remember seeing that word a okay. few times. So Okay. Do you re- did your research? By research, of course, what Sam and me mean is we just scroll through so many comments before we get to something good that we can comment on ourselves. <laughs> I take the comments at face value. I assume they're all correct. <laughs> For sure. And it also depends on where. Like if I was, I, I'm sure I didn't 
look at the like TripAdvisor for Machu Picchu. But actually, a lot of people on the Google were talking about a specific trip that they booked through. And everybody was saying that one was very expensive. This isn't heading in a good direction because we're tied. Well, but I have the upper hand. Yeah, you're one ahead. And I think you have a pretty good chance of guessing this one, probably. So this is, these aren't, just guess the type of thing because these are from Reddit. So obviously... It's not the same thing. It's just talking about the same kind of establishment. Okay. Krasinski on Reddit says, First time poster, not sure if advice is actually needed, but I want to put this out there in case I should do something in respect to my own health or the blank shop. So essentially, I went to a new place to get my doth piercing because the shop I normally go to was busy two and a half hours for walk-ins. It has great reviews and pictures of piercing, so it seemed okay. Actually, sitting down for the piercing was a different story. The woman doing the piercing seemed confident and told me this might hurt a little more than a nose or lobe piercing, which to me seemed normal. It's a curved barbell, and I never had one of those before. The actual piercing went fine. It took less time than I thought and didn't hurt. Then she just kept fidgeting with it. After a minute, I asked if everything was okay, and she said, yeah, the barbell just didn't go all the way through, and I'm immediately nervous. I know something is wrong at this point, and I'm just hoping she can get it together. After like five minutes, my ear canal is filling with blood, and I'm about to pass out from adrenaline slash blood loss slash existential dread of this woman fucking around inside my ear. She also started saying crap under her breath, which scared the shit out of me. I asked her if she could stop and take everything out. I wiped the blood off my face and neck. She did give me a towel when it started to drip. She said she was sorry several times, but I was just trying to get into my car at that point. I've had 10 piercings before, and they all went great, so I'm wondering, should I have looked for any red flags? Should I do anything other than leave a bad review? Is it okay to ask my next piercer how many of the particular piercings they've done before? Is it a tattoo parlor? Yes, it's a tattoo parlor. It's a a horror story at a tattoo parlor. Oh my gosh. That might be like, yeah, yeah, that's, I don't know. I I feel like I've never wanted a piercing and that's, that's not a, like this reason is scary enough, but I just feel like I don't want that obligation too. Cause then you always have to kind of have something in or it'll close up. Right. And also hearing the person who's doing it start to say like, crap, crap. Yeah, I have a, well, not a similar situation, but I had to go into surgery once when I was a kid. And I remember they were like, they put the, obviously the anesthesia on and they're like, all right, I need to count, count down from 10. And I pretty much got to like eight when I was about to pass out. But I heard <laughs> right when I, before I was passing out, I heard, oh shit. <laughs> and I guess, and I, when I came to, cause I wasn't like obviously nervous. I just heard them say it. They said, they said that they just spilled like water, like all over my like leg. <laughs> Oh, probably the worst thing you can hear as you're going under, though. (laughs) Any kind of like expletive that tells you something's gone wrong as the anesthetic starts to kick in. (laughs) Have you ever heard the word doth? Like it's spelled D-A-I-T-H. Apparently it's like that sort of the rim area, the outer part of your ear. Oh, and that's like where you get some kind of piercing. Yeah, I don't know exactly what kind of piercing this person was getting. They said it was like a barbell. So I don't know enough about piercings to know what that is. But apparently it's the type of piercing the person doing the piercing can fuck up enough that your ear starts filling with blood anyway yeah you, def- uh, you probably definitely like want to go to experience. yeah you probably want to go to somebody who's done your ears before like not just go to like a new place and be like hey give me one of these yeah <laughs> okay sam so here's my third one so this was a bit of a different one i kind of took i kind of went to uh youtube to see what comments were saying and i ended up going to expedia 
you're familiar with Expedia, right? Not really. They're like What a is travel. it? They're like a travel service. Um, So they have TripAdvisor like a adjacent. TripAdvisor. They have a like, yeah, they have a lot of reviews. Um, but specifically on YouTube, they have a whole video series about locations around the world. So if you want to go to a place, this, these are like the top places that Expedia recommends. So let me read these. This is from Chippy Chipper on YouTube, and it's 17 likes. Blank was one of the few capitals in Europe not conquered in World War II. And it was mostly not badly damaged by bombardment. So many buildings are very old in European capital standards. Oh, that's it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, let so me somebody, just somebody brush just out gave... my World War II history. <laughs> Yeah, so, so a lot of people on these comments were just giving kind of like quirky, like, oh, hello from India or something. And then I love this blank. But uh, this person gave us a little fact about the place. Yeah, just when you think that robots couldn't imitate people, most people just type in hello from blank. <laughs> yeah. So obviously not London. Okay. Incorrect. Okay, so not damaged. By... I'm trying to think what the capital of Switzerland was. Zurich? Mm. Mm, incorrect. I incorrect that it's the capital of Switzerland or incorrect that it's the answer to this? Uh, it's not the answer. I don't know. The only place in Switzerland I know is Basel. Oh. Uh, Prague? <laughs> incorrect. Correct. Back-to-back -back Prague episodes? You think I'd do that? Yeah, I think so. I think there have been a couple of things that have been repeated. Certain <laughs> Themes, I feel like, keep popping up. They're back-to-back -to -back Tom Hanks episodes. You're right. All right, I'll give you, you know what? Um... I'll give you another one. So this is comment is on the same video by White Phoenix of the Crown, and they have a really cool thumbnail where it's like it Is is it a white it's a phoenix it on is the crown? it is, but it's like it's like a golden like like em like emblem. I don't know. It could be like the mascot for the show. White Phoenix of the Crown said, "Interesting," and I thought Stockholm was the most beautiful city in the north. Nice. So it's some Nordic, some, some Viking city. It's funny because I don't feel like the capital is the most well-known city in a country. I would say for this country, this is the most well-known. <laughs> <laughs> this is my revenge for Ulaanbaatar. <laughs> Even um... though I knew it, I knew it. Yeah, you did know. That, that's the difference is you didn't know it. You just, I forget somehow, like, fucked yourself out of getting the actual answer. <laughs> Or no, you did get Ulaanbaatar. There was, you didn't get the train station. so Sam, I'm not asking you to say what, uh, like a thing inside of a city. I'm, I'm asking for just the city this time. I think that's harder than the thing inside the city. Because a, tra a train station is a universal. Ever since the dawn of man, train stations <laughs> there have been has been a... trains Yeah, it's uh, wherever the North Man was filmed. <laughs> Uh, Reykjavik. no incorrect though i assume iceland was not bombed during world war ii Yeah, okay, you can read another one. But you do this you have is any more? yeah i have another one Okay. this is by debraj banjirj and they say birthplace of nokia is so beautiful and i sue The phone? Correct. Then replying to that comment, somebody said, uh, I mean, Junas said, Nokia was born in Nokia, not in blank. But if you know the country. I'm just going to, I'm just listing off all the capitals I possibly know. Uh, I said Reykjavik, Reykjavik, uh, Helsinki. Correct. Uh, oh, It's Helsinki. <laughs> that's where <laughs> Nokia is from. apparently Nokia, Finland. Oh, wait, that that's like a Finnish word. Yeah, how, yeah, Okay. apparently. Mm, okay. It just sounded like a tech, like a technological, Yeah, that's what like I thought. a, I didn't know that either. But yeah, when I looked it up. But yeah, I didn't know from the Chippy Chipper comment, the few capitals not uh, in Europe that was conquered. That's kind of cool to me. I feel like I'd love to go and see like what like un undestroyed architecture that could mean. So Sam ties it up at two to two, but Well, I still technically, have the edge. it's it's just like, you know, like football or something when one team's played more games 
Yeah. So they're still behind because they've had more chances. But I have a game in hand, so to speak. Yeah. What I should really do is just find one that's really hard and just add that to the the docket. (laughs) Write your own review, yeah. So my own review. Write it right now on the podcast. (laughs) We should do like a live review writing. Yeah. So this is from a site that I can't say the name of because that would tell you exactly what this is. Um, (laughs) Okay. But anyway, this person gives this 5.4 out of 10 stars. So they do decimals on this site. Very good. I prefer that. Yeah, very precise rating system. They say, wasn't much going on and had a pretty old-fashioned gloomy interior. I had one of the male receptionists arrogantly tell me, we speak French in Quebec, when I asked for a blanket in English. This seems to be a wider problem in French Canada, but as a blank, you should understand that you're dealing with international guests who do not speak French. Oh, so it's someplace in Quebec, but it's... Yes, very good, very good. Very, yes. Is it a... Sounds like a hotel of sorts, maybe? It's not a hotel, but... It has characteristics in common with a hotel. Interesting. And they, they expect you to speak French or or they're unbecoming of people that don't speak French? Well, I think that's just a, this comment says, a wider problem in French Canada. I don't know mm. that specific to this place. I think this receptionist was just a dick, I guess. Oh, uh, okay. Like, they just ran into a jerk. It's specific to this place only that, you know, like a hotel, you have a lot of people coming through here. Not from Canada. Is it an airport? Not an airport, no. Is it a customs place? Not customs. I would move away from the idea that it's travel, like, specifically. Okay, is it, like, is it based in tourism? Yes. Okay. Is Mont- what is, yeah, I guess I don't know if it's in Montreal, but. This is in Quebec, yeah. Uh, and sort of budget tourism. Budget tourism. Is it maybe, like, a, like a rest stop? No, like it's not Like, on the side of a stop. highway? Nope. Mm. I thought it'd be interesting to work at a rest stop, actually. Yeah, especially the ones that are like in really like isolated, like driving to like upstate New York for school. I feel like there was like a lot of rest stops in small towns. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is like the big job every kid gets before they leave this one horse town (laughs) or they Um, never leave it. I'm sure it would have a lot of nightmare stories as well. Mm, yeah. Go b- back um, to that trucker murder serial killer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Love uh, truckers, uh, serial killer truckers passing through. Uh, do you <laughs> want me to read the next review or you want to throw some more guesses out there? No. Yeah. Let's read the next one. Okay. So this site, by the way, it also has a tag next to the star rating that sort of translates what that star rating is. So like an eight star review next to it, they say fabulous. And a six star review, even though a lot of the six star <laughs> reviews are largely negative the site next to the review says good and then if it's below five stars it just says (sighs) a rating (laughs) this is an eight out of ten so a fabulous review and this person says bar wasn't open the duration of my stay cute lounge areas the magical forest and library you choose your own bed which led to items being left behind from previous guests that were never removed from the room the beds were squeaky and had low ceilings and lockers under the bed were very loud I liked the bed curtains for privacy, but they were very loud when people used them. The bathrooms were very clean, clean, a requisite reference to the cleanliness of the the place. And there were lots of showers and toilets, so I never had to wait to use A hostel? Yes, a hostel. 
Gotcha. Yep. And these reviews are from hostileworld.com. Oh, do you peruse that site often? Nope, just for this podcast. I I have stayed in a hostel in Quebec. Yeah. I don't think this one. Yeah. I looked up some hostel stories on Reddit, and I definitely got some dark material there as well but i decided just to use the ones from hostileworld.com but yeah that's a hostel in quebec with a lounge area called the magical forest i'd stay there so oof right i forgot i screenshotted a lot for this because i it's a whole it's a whole story so this is from google and this is from kk k-a-y-k-a-y she gave this one star i usually do not ever leave reviews in fact this is my first one this was by far the worst experience i've ever encountered i never felt more less than a person until i've entered this location my bf and i made two separate orders at 3 48 a.m i received mine and they told my bf seven minutes 15 minutes later, they said it is not ready yet. 15 more minutes, I asked for a refund, and one worker directed me to somebody else, and that somebody else said that she could not issue a refund because it hasn't hit their system yet when I'm literally holding the receipt. They proceeded to not give me any updates and acted as if I wasn't even standing there. It took for me to dismantle a hand sanitizer station and getting (laughs) out of... Let me, let me finish. Let me finish, KK. Uh, it took for me to dismantle a hand sanitizer station and getting out of character for the lady to acknowledge me and say, you can't play with that after they played with my kindness, patience, time, and money. It was now 4.48 a.m., and one of the cooks finally came over and asked for my receipt. Even with my receipt in the worker's hand, he was still acting oblivious, asking me questions when all the answers is right there on the receipt. That's all the... Oh, we don't get to hear how how the night ended? No, She just dismantled a hand sanitizer station, though. Yeah, I was a little more sympathetic until that part. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the um, the way a lot of the reviews will start with something like, I never write reviews. Yeah, but... but, That's how you make something meaningful. It's like, it's something you (laughs) never... I never write a review i would this never place. stoop this low and then you but, click uh, on their profile and they've reviewed like 400 places no but sam i'm happy to say i did consider i clicked on kk she has only written two reviews and the other one was very positive and just like a quick she didn't comment or anything so this one really got her blood blood boiled wow an honorable reviewer yeah uh so, so yeah so obviously some kind of like like a pizza hut or something like that some like takeout place yes it sounds like this is a late night story they're, they're getting food at 3 40 a.m <laughs> yeah okay sounds about right like a 7-eleven burger king or she didn't mention like what kind of food at all right like she just she, she's just ordering some something to you yeah but i i you are you're focusing on what i wanted you to focus on from this review which is the time that she was <laughs> and also good things always happen at 3 a.m that's when you make your best decisions that's when like <laughs> everything goes well at 3 a.m i can't I even that's... imagine being like starving and then like i would just go to bed if it was that late and wait until the morning i wouldn't just like go out to a place like this i i think also bail bondsmen or bounty hunters for bail bondsmen 3 a.m is right about when they raid your house or you know grab you if you oh, skip bail because that's when you're you're like at your lowest from like your <laughs> circadian rhythms you're yeah you're so groggy and out of it it's it's the easiest to subdue someone at like three in the morning <laughs> to break into somebody's house definitely 
Can they break into? I I guess I I, I wasn't. <laughs> we I'm have not sure. a war. We gotta ask Dog yeah. the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, get Dog on this podcast. It might have to be an international call though. I don't know if he's in the U.S. <laughs> right. We don't know um, where he's located right now. Uh, like an Arby's. Correct. Have you ever went in one of these places? I have not. Not not at that time. It's the kind of place that caters to people who are like coming back from like a bender at in the early hours of the morning you would be spot on i would say uh, and i have more comments but i think i feel like you're almost there so, so i want you to get it <laughs> would you say it's better or worse than any of the things i've mentioned so far this is my least favorite fast food place oh wait i think i did you say what i feel like you said what your <laughs> least favorite thing was in like the last oh episode. that was yeah that was a denny's i didn't oh, no, okay this isn't a denny's it's not I, denny's okay denny's i don't i would consider on par with this kind of food but people at 3 a.m would definitely vehemently disagree with i feel like people at 3 a.m love this kind of food it's good 3 a.m food it's definitely like a late night crave for some people which i don't have but have you ever worked in a place that was like open 24 hours a day no have you no yeah i don't think i'd i don't think i could hack it no i mean i I obviously could if i really had to but just to change your sleep cycle that much right i think if i was to do i would pick like a like let's say like a 10 p.m to like maybe 4 a.m i wouldn't want to do like a like anything past midnight to like afternoon i feel like that would be brutal for me yeah that sounds like the worst shift you could that's when i would want to be like taken out by dog the bounty hunter like my i'd be the most vulnerable then so is this worse than a denny's no i think denny's is worse i'm gonna put my foot down okay well i think taco bell is worse than a denny's sam you got it correct But Sam, you also got it uh, correct two minutes ago when you said Pizza Hut, because this is a combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell (laughs) and Manhattan. What? Uh, (laughs) So let me read some more uh, reviews from it. So this person said, this is from MK. They're a great spot. I love the combo style fast foods that have more than one brand on their menu. Wish more locations in Manhattan were had these. And then another guy, Pezzy James, said, not a pe- bad place to go for lunch. They have mini pizzas and they also have tacos. So, they also have tacos, yeah. But it's like, I don't know what the, me- like I've been to like a combination KFC and like Taco Bell. And I know they're definitely separate counters. I don't know if this is like a one counter system. And the hand sanitizer Vandal didn't yeah. say. She didn't say any. She which said one she, she wanted. No, she just was talking about being there and like being throwing a tantrum. But Sam, are you familiar with the song by Das Racist uh, called Taco Bell Pizza Hut? No, I don't. Although I have a feeling I'm going to be and you're going to text it to me after this episode. <laughs> it's just a it's a song about going to this specific one that I looked up. It's in it's in Manhattan. But I also looked up a review because I wasn't sure if these places kind of exist anymore. And the reviews on Google say it's more or less a Pizza Hut now and the Taco Bell is kind of shriveled away. So if you'll... Uh, Humor me, I've looked up a article um, and it said, yeah, hip hop duo Das Racist said it best. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. It's a pretty good song. But yeah, this is the the titular establishment is in Jamaica Avenue in Queens um, and has a 3.8 of five stars out on Google. Uh, which it does when I looked. Here's some more information. The reason Taco Bell, Pizza, and KFC are occasionally combined under one roof is because they're all owned by the same parent company, the Kentucky-based Yum! Exclamation point brands. And yeah, they're, these these kind of things, these kind of establishments are called Kentucky Hut. So that's like the <laughs> Kentucky, or Kentucky, you know, Taco Hut, like Pizza Hut. Oh yeah, so I have more information 
Pizza Hut could be a factor in the combination restaurants laps. They don't have many of these anymore. It's because Pizza Hut's dine-in locations were on the decline. 1,700 locations in 2020 closed and only 682 opened, resulting in a 6% decline. However, in July of 2020, Pizza Hut and KFC sales increased while Taco Bell's fell. Apparently, a lot of people don't order the pizza as much. Really? Because I feel like you could put Taco Bell next to most things and they'd look pretty good in comparison. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a it seems like a, a Petri dish, but it also seems like a social experiment or something like we're going to put two fast food restaurants that are for the absolute <laughs> goblins of humanity and see which they'll choose more, you know, like kind of a, a rat in a maze kind of situation. Or at least for like the goblin hours of the night, like when everyone <laughs> yeah. sort of becomes a little bit of a goblin. Yeah. A goblin that dismantles hand sanitizers. And like, yeah, you like after you've, you know, after you've broken into someone's house and like brought them in for skipping bail, sometimes you need sustenance. That's true. <laughs> so Trevor on TripAdvisor gives this five out of five and says, although Shona's closed, this blank is still going. It was supposed to have closed last year on environmental grounds, but is still popular. It is very crowded, so take care with your personal belongings. The street food on offer is not a true representation of what the Chinese eat and is pitched at the tourists. Photos are allowed, but some of the traders demand money before doing so. The street food ranges from scorpions, beetles, starfish, snake, noodles to very sweet desserts. One of the side streets contains loads of small souvenirs of China. Some of it is complete rubbish, but the further you venture, the better the quality. Hegel hard, very hard. If you can't agree on the price, walk away. It's surprising how fast they will come after you, accepting the price. Blank closes around 9.30 to 10 p.m. We found that the prices drop dramatically. The blank is located off the main pedestrianized shopping street. Is this like a Chinatown somewhere? It's in China. Oh, it's in China. Okay. Yes. And also, um, he says it closes around 9.30 to 10 p.m., which to me sounds very early for what this thing is called. Oh. So there's some, yeah. Is it called like a night market? It is a night market. Yeah, it's a night market. It is the Donghua Men Night Market in Beijing. And I've hmm. I've been to a night market in Beijing. I don't know if it's this one. It's like a touristy kind of market uh, where you can get uh, sort of like, you know, candied strawberries and sweet stuff and also you know novelty things like fried scorpion and stuff like that Ooh, um, what did what did you get when you went to a street market i tried a fried scorpion oh yeah yeah it didn't taste Tasty. like it didn't taste like anything you know it tastes like a french fry or something because it's so small and fried up i think whenever i've had like a bug like i've had crickets before they just taste like whatever seasoning it is yeah like that like a bug by itself like a scorpion is a bug too they don't like have like any discernible flavor i think scorpion's actually an arachnid but oh i've never um, had a spider but i wouldn't never yeah i'd never partake of a spider i don't think but maybe if it was chocolate covered mm, bugs are bugs are so dry i think there's not much in them so mm. but to me yeah like 9 30 to 10 that's not night no I mean, yeah <laughs> as someone who goes to bed at like one or two in the morning i would 9 30 or 10 p.m is the day has just begun <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not a dog the, dog the bounty hunter like uh, time yeah those aren't dog <laughs> dog the bounty hunter hours dogs dogs getting his winks in before he's ready to wake up he set his alarm for like 1 a.m <laughs> Well, all right. So um, I haven't missed yet. So I have four, you have three. So Sam, your hope right now is that you get this one correct. And then you stump me on the last one for another one. Another one of the classic close comment tie. So this is a bit of a two-parter and it's a bit of a story and the owner gets in on the act. This is a review on Yelp. 
um, by so underscore E-U-G-G, Yuge, something like that. And they gave this place one star. This is my first negative review on Yelp. I had an iPhone with ocean water damage and I knew first the chances negative of- review. <laughs> let's, uh, let's fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it, if I don't know what that indication means on, on Yelp, but there's like a star next to their name and oh, it, says, okay. it says five. I so. mean, I'm calling everyone liars and it turns out they're telling the truth. <laughs> I didn't click. I think I clicked into this person and it was like, you know, innocuous. All right. Anyway, this is my first negative review on Yelp. I had an iPhone with ocean water damage and I knew the chances of getting it fixed were about 10%. This one star rating is not based on the phone not getting fixed or on the non-refundable payment. I was buzzed into the shop by one of the two teenagers working there alone on a weekday afternoon. Vape pipes in hand and family guy playing in the background. Not the most professional atmosphere, but I could have been surprised by excellent service. I was not. Instead, the entire time I was competing for their attention, trying to explain my situation to a person who the entire time was on a personal call with a friend inside his house and making strange arrangements. My only firm request was that if the repair did not work, that he put the phone back together exactly as it was. He did not. The case was not sealed properly when he uh, handed back the phone the first time. I handed the phone back to him and he resentfully redid it only to have some of the inside tape sticking out. I pointed out this risk of testing his patience and he took a scissor and trimmed it. At the Apple store, they could tell you right away that someone looked inside. I accept that most blanks are sketchy, but if you want to experience authentic Guido attitude, go here. That might be interesting, but I doubt this place is better than anything you'd find locally or in the city. But other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how is the play? <laughs> um, so this is some kind of obviously some kind of like phone repair shop or something like that. Correct. Uh, oh, wait, that's all. I'm... Yeah, you got I'm okay. going to give it to you because it, it's a phone repair shop. It's called iPhone Repair Wiz, and it's in uh, 160 reviews on Yelp. And it's also in Manhattan. And I've got Roman D and he's the business owner. And he replied to the uh, so Yuji about this. And he said this. Hey, dumbass, your phone was water damaged. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> hey, dumbass, your phone was water damaged. You were told that it was not 100% guaranteed. Even though I have a high success rate with water damage and fix about 80% of them, yours was really messed up. Regardless, you were told that the phone might not work for writing a review for a small business and leaving at one star because you were unhappy with the outcome. It's not right. When you grow a pair of nuts, come to the shop and tell me to my face how you feel about my business the old-fashioned way, not behind a computer screen like a scared bullied teenager this business owner doesn't take any shit i didn't i didn't screenshot any of his other stuff but he if somebody left a negative review he was very mean to them oh so he did <laughs> on all of them okay that takes away a little <laughs> bit for me but if you've just done it on that one but yeah if you were a business owner would you respond to these reviews I don't know if you get much out of responding to negative reviews with your own whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to say. I don't know. I know for my past job, I like that was part of it. Like if somebody did reply to us, like we had like a protocol and everything. We never had anything very negative like this. An iPhone repair whiz, the the this iPhone repair store does have basically four out of five stars with 165 reviews. So and he he Roman D went to all the positive reviews and was saying thank you and, and obliging them and give he read a little story like hey you were so nice when you came in so like i feel like he's prepared he he might be somebody that 
I would wager is like constantly on Yelp waiting for the bad review so he can be like, ah, finally, you've shown yourself in your true colors. Now to bully you. <laughs> so, okay, Sam. So you got okay. four out of five correct. So okay. it's now my chance to win. Maybe I should just take parts out of this review to make it even, to make it harder to <laughs> understand yeah. what this person's talking about. But I won't. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to save mine to last because I thought it was the most interesting with Roman responding, but it was it was pretty obvious it was a phone repair shop. <laughs> we should do one where it's like the either just the like owner responding or like the customer and then the owner <laughs> oh yeah try to guess what it is based off of there yeah. like <laughs> yeah like so last one this is for all the marbles from TripAdvisor, and this is a one out of five star review i think if i started with the negative reviews i think more of the negative reviews have gotten play because you guess them so fast mm. um but anyway so this person gives it one out of five stars on TripAdvisor, and this review is called lol what is the point of building a brand new blank section if people can't access it nightmare access management besides the high entry price you have to buy separate tickets for some games like mario world or monster hunter there was lack of information and explanation to buy them in advance you have to go through a japanese site with no english supported we ended up having to pay a lottery to win a slot to enter mario world which is kind of stupid long queue even on monday one to two hours per queue even for food cafe or toilet i can't even describe my frustration and disappointment yeah that's the review so apparently you have to go through some kind of a lottery system after you get the ticket to get the real ticket or something i don't know i <laughs> guess this heck? place operates according to the rules of Sherwood jacks the lottery that's kind of like that whole the Ticketmaster fiasco right now where it's like even if you are like a verified fan that doesn't get you closer to the same tickets I don't know. I, I'm immediately thinking like a Dave and Buster's or something. It's not a Dave and Buster's. We've actually, what is a Dave and Buster? Uh, I would say like like an arcade amusement. Okay, you're on the right track. Is this like Universal? Yes, this is the uh, Universal Studios Japan. I've never. I don't know what Monster Hunter is. I think that's something that's bigger in Japan than it is here. Mm. Um, because the positive review also mentioned Monster Hunter and talked about how. When he went there, there was no one else there, but the actresses still went through their whole routine just for him in the Monster Hunter sort of VR experience. Wait, but it was VR? So like the... Well, no, it's an XR. I mean, you know, it, it still has, it's like integrated reality. It's not fully virtual. Oh, sure. Okay. But yeah, we've been to Universal, I remember. We have. Um, I vividly remember you forgetting a book somewhere, and then we went yeah. back in for it, and then you were like, oh, it's not worth it. <laughs> I left uh, the Paprika novel, <laughs> and I still haven't finished that. <laughs> well, maybe, hopefully the person who stole it or found it lying around in Universal was like, hey, I'll give this a read. Mm, I wasn't really, I was kind of bored by the book anyway, so. Oh, well, yeah, you were You were at an amusement park, though, so it's interesting that you had your focus on a book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but remember I guess, being very impressed by the Universal park. Well, I guess if you're in a line, though, I mean, you're probably, because you, you bring books everywhere, Sam, so I feel yeah. like if you're in a line waiting instead of looking at your phone or looking at tarot cards, you probably are reading. And I leave books everywhere. So you just oh, yes. have to follow behind me. You don't have to bring anything. You just have to walk behind me and eventually I'll leave something behind and you'll be able to make that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that was the that was the Universal Studios Japan and sounds like there's some lottery system to get tickets, which sounds annoying. Do you think that's because it's more traveled than like a regular Universal? Maybe they maybe capacity yeah. wise. Except the positive review was this guy getting like a private show because no one else that's what's funny. Like that's the difference between these reviews that mm. the first one is about how like 
it's impossible to get tickets. And then the second one is about how he was the only guy there and got like this personal showing from like the actors there, huh. there which I'm sure I'd, I'd love if I was an actor there. <laughs> You'd you right. love if you had to just perform to one person. Well, no, I'm being facetious. Oh. <laughs> to like oh. have to perform for one person, go through right. my whole routine for one one dude. <laughs> he was like on his phone the entire time writing a review. But anyway, yeah, so not a tie. You won. I did. I finally won an episode because <laughs> you didn't know what a hibachi restaurant was. I'll be sure to go to one and leave my own review. Yeah, I think that's all we got, right? Yeah. Tune in next time for yeah. what's our, what's our plan next month. Well, whatever we're doing next time. But if anyone's listening to this and they find a particularly particularly uh, fetching comment online, be sure to email it to closedcommentspodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.